Hello my darlings and welcome to today's episode. We touch upon Alana and myself, the importance of breathwork and coming into your body and the difference between your head, your heart and your beautiful intuition. And so just as a little wonderful gift for you, I have popped in a three minute free breathwork session that helps you really tap back into your body. So enjoy and enjoy today's episode and I'll speak to you soon. Hello, my darlings, and welcome to today's show. I have the most beautiful Alana McKenzie page with me, and I'm super excited to have her because there's very exciting news about her book that she's just shared with me, which we will discuss more in today's show. But Alana, I would love to hear who you are and what you do. And I know the audience is going to love this, so fire away, honey. Absolutely. So I'm Alana, and I help women connect with their irresistible allure and get very centered in their sensuality and seductive nature so that they can start to have better relationships um, with themselves and also especially in dating and long-term committed relationships so it's very juicy fun work oh my god and so how did you get into this like what what did it for you that made you realize hey this is what i want to help people in being the opposite kind of person. (laughs) Um, You know, I was, I, first of all, I didn't date well. I mean, I, you know, I was single for like the first 15 years of my dating life and, um, you know, very depressed about that. Just very, um, now that my books come out and people are finding these out, these things about me, because the book has my personal story in it. My friends are like, you never told me that. Like, I didn't know you were hurting so badly. Um, But the truth is that like it, when you are in that state of just perpetual singlehood, like you don't recognize it as like, oh, I'm so, I'm hurting so much. It's just like, well, it always hurts, right? Like Mm -hmm. it just like, I was in that place of um, just total, I just never got what I wanted in relationships. You know what I mean? I just never, like dating never led to what I wanted it to lead to. And it was, it was always disappointing or heartbreaking. And um, finally, I found this teaching because I was kind of like, there has to be a different way, you know, like people were getting married, having children. I'm still single. I was like, you know, there has to be a way that this works. And so um, I looked into it. <laughs> I started studying dating, right. As wow. like a research, you know, it's just like, how, how do I date? Right. Like how do people date in a way that actually works? And I came across all of this, you know, uh, research in Tantra um psychology the neurology of attraction and sort of all of the the chemistry that happens in our bodies like it's literal chemistry that happens in our bodies when we meet people so um uh how how do i work with that became my question right like how do i how do i date in a way that like it feels good and gets me what i want and it turns out there are answers for that (laughs) and the answer that i found that was most resonant with me was the this feminine energy piece and really shifting my approach to dating in a few very key ways, um, which we can talk about (laughs) in this, in this time together. Um, Wow. Okay. So I don't even know where to begin. I'm just so excited. So, (laughs) so when you started on this journey of looking into all the Tantra and all of these different modalities, did you notice a difference in yourself? So that's sort of the weird part about my story. Looking back, I didn't 
I didn't experience a, a shift in myself yet. I mean, I had like six months where I was just studying and I was seeing this guy and it just like wasn't, you know, it just wasn't amazing, right? It, wasn't, it was very casual, like very okay. casual, you know, um, just, you know, and he didn't want to sleep with me and things like that. Like I just felt really unwanted, but like I was still dating him. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know? Maybe that was something you just needed to go through right during your six months of, of studying, I suppose. I, I guess so. That's like in hindsight <laughs> must have been it. Um, so kind of just that studying part was, was not a deep shift that, that I was aware of, you know, there's, it's possibly I was shifting subconsciously right underneath the surface. Um, but what happened then later is that after I decided to apply, so after I was like actually taking action on the things I had learned, mm. then things shifted immediately. Like it was wow. a literal instant shift, like overnight, you know? I mean, first of all, I got on Tinder for the first time <laughs> um, in my life. I'd always been way too afraid to do that. Wait, wait, what year was this that you got on Tinder? 2018. Okay, so it's kind of like I think Tinder was maybe like that was the peak app. I'm not really an app expert, but I know yeah. Tinder now is I've heard is very different. But sorry, yeah, I I don't really recommend Tinder, but <laughs> but I was on it for two days. And, That's quite um, long going. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> luckily my account had a glitch and so i wasn't i only got one match which was oh, a super like <laughs> i know i was like wow someone is really looking out for me <laughs> super like great that's yeah. not a glitch that's not a glitch <laughs> it was like one super like got through and then um, apparently my location was was something was messed up in my location and so like oh. it just wouldn't match me with anybody um <laughs> <laughs> so great so you know my self-esteem was like again wah, wah. But, oh, but I was God. like oh I got a super like and um I we did end up meeting and I didn't want to date him but oh um, okay but I didn't feel bad about it so that was the very first major shift that happened for me like again my the first week I was starting to apply this the the thinking the new kind of mindset about dating it was like actually I don't want to date him and what I want matters. And so I'm not going to date him. And it was like so simple and straightforward. Whereas usually I got into this whole place of, of, you know, people pleasing and also like, oh, I'm not sure what I want or like, you know, well, he's the only one who wants me <laughs> was also a big one. Right. So going to this kind of place of, um, yeah, just, just total disconnection from myself and what I wanted and then trying to make things work that I didn't even want. That was a, that was a big thing that I <laughs> used to do. Um, and then the second person was also just really fun, really great. We had a great time, but then he became kind of like sexually um, aggressive. We could even say just like really like like we got to do this. And I was like, no. <laughs> Um, and then I just decided, like, I actually don't want to deal with that with men anymore. Like, I don't want to deal with men who just, who don't listen to what I say. You oh know God, I mean? it's so boring. It's so boring. It's so boring. <laughs> it's so boring. I'm actually really rude now with guys that just like yeah. want to stare at my tits on my bum. I'm like, look, I, I can't even be asked. I actually say yeah. that. I'm like, look, I'm sorry. Like, it's not yeah. my thing. Yeah. Go, go and do just on your walk own. Away. 
Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And so then that's what like became possible was like, I would just walk away. It was like, oh, well, you know, that wasn't what I wanted. So thank you. <laughs> um, instead of getting really emotionally involved and like upset about what I did to deserve things or like how, you know, all of that business. Um, and then the third person I met was incredible. And we actually stayed in contact for years until I met my husband, actually. I was like still oh. talking to him when I met my husband, <laughs> um, even though we didn't, you know, we lived on totally different continents and um, for like all the time that we knew each other pretty much, except for that first month we met. So um, yeah, it you know, just total paradigm shift. I mean, total paradigm shift. Wow. And so you've mentioned it's things started changing after you took action. So like, how did you get into that? Cause you see a lot of people and myself included where we, you can study and study and study, mm-hmm. but nothing's changing. Cause if you see you're in a book or you're listening to a podcast, like how did you get yourself out of that situation? Cause it is a form of procrastination, right? Just in a fancier totally. growth focused way. And there's mm-hmm. no shame around that, but what was the first step that you made to actually take action and get out of that? Um, I think the foundation was that I was getting started really connecting to myself. I mean, mm. I started from myself really, yeah. um, in a very basic way too. It was, it was not nothing fancy. All I was doing was like making sure I was breathing fully all the time. Whenever I made decisions that felt emotional or important, um, just really checking in and being like, okay, what's going on with my body right now. And then the other thing was asking myself what I wanted. Like that, that's the major shift that anybody can make starting today, right? Is like you just, and it's an orientation to life as well. It's not just in dating, but just really starting to be like, oh, like, can I even feel my myself? Like, can I even pay attention to like the fact that I'm inhaling air? And then what do I want right now? Like, what do I want? Because that's, that can be a complete compass, right? That that can guide every move you make, right? Like. I wanted to get on Tinder, right? I wanted to find, uh, to pr- actually, I didn't even want to find a relationship at that moment. I wanted to practice dating and I wanted to find fun people to date for the first time in my life, <laughs> you know? Like that was the whole goal is I was just there right. to practice and I was just, I just, I wanted to practice and I just wanted to go on Tinder and then Tinder didn't work. I got on Bumble, Bumble turned things around, right? Like, <laughs> oh, so too- that's, oh, okay. So then, you, oh, okay. So Bumble worked out better for you. And is that how you met these next set of guys then? Yeah. Right, I, missed, okay. I missed that part in the story. That's okay. Yeah. That's all good. I got on, on Bumble after. <laughs> okay. And then around, this is such an important piece that you've mentioned around when someone can be male or female that thinks that because that person likes them, they have to go for it. Like, how did you yeah. get out of that mentality? Because that is a real scarcity thing, but you hear it all yeah. the time, you know, particularly of women that feel they're getting to a certain age and they have that pressure, which is false pressure to start off with. Totally. Um, that are like, <laughs> oh, you know, well, I'm getting to a certain age. And and you're like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. did you recognize that? Because I think particularly as women, we're ingrained to almost people please anyway, you know, be the good yeah. girl as a child. And it's just pure conditioning. Um, smile and look nice and be sweet how did you get out of that that's a big one it's the what I want question that's why you have to start with it even even when you're not dating you just you have to practice that as a as a woman or someone who's who's feminine Mm -hmm. like it you know (laughs) we are not trained to think about what do I want in any given moment that's that is not the the conditioning it's not the first Mm -hmm. the go-to 
Um, and so if you can start to really consciously bring that into your life, like really just like, oh, I'm hungry. What do I want? Yeah. You know, we don't even go there. You know what I mean? Like even when it's literally to nourish ourselves, we often don't we even always outsource when we're at dinner. We're like, hey, yeah. oh, oh, what do you fancy? Like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah. actually that um, is it's counter productive to creating relationships because it doesn't create relationship to just mm -hmm. always be deferring and always be passing you know sort of passing the buck <laughs> really yeah, like absolutely giving it to someone else so just returning 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 to that question what do I want mm -hmm. just over and over again I mean it, it, and it is a practice like doing it all day every day is, is kind of maybe what it takes for some people um and then when you're dating you you just connect to that question again, right? Mm -hmm. And you're, you're dating someone and you're like, what do I want in this connection? And sometimes the answer is, I don't want this connection. Yeah. And then you can make your next choice, right? Um, but to even get to that place of realizing what you want, you have to be asking the question. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, you, you just, you have to be practicing that. What do I want moment? so that and, you're ready when it comes <laughs> well that's the thing but how did you know what you want because sometimes people don't know what they want because they've never practiced it right like is there a feeling that you get into or you teach people around in their intuition like for me when I'm training in the breath work you have your head your emotions and then your intuition it's like the third root mm -hmm. and it's almost like people are very afraid to come out of here and here in so head emotions um to intuition for anyone that's not watching the video and so how do you, how did you get into that of trusting your intuition, basically? Because everyone, yeah. out, a lot of people outsource that. That's just an outsource standard approach. Yeah. Um, I, again, it's, it is the body-based work. It's, that's the breathing, yeah. right? So again, that's the foundation is just to make sure you're breathing and you can feel that you are breathing, <laughs> that you know, mm -hmm. that you are here and you're okay, right? You have to feel that you're safe um, and that you're really like, things are all right. Things are all right for you. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, I don't, I think it's, if you're in your body, you, you're not in your head, right? I mean, what happens so often when I talk to these women is that they're, they're, um, they're spinning their wheels, right? Right. So that's from that place. You can't, you can't really think clearly or or have a true intuitive answer because mm -hmm. it's just it's just the you know there's a lot of story right so when I say women are spinning their wheels they they we get get into conversation I, and I ask them what they want I ask them point blank what they want and they'll start telling me stories about this guy they're seeing and what's going on with the guy and how that's going and I'll ask again the question what do you want and then they spin off into another mm -hmm. you know another area of like well he's doing this and then this and this happens and um when you're in that place, it's just your head and you're not actually at all connected to what you want. So <laughs> it's really as simple as just breathing and being and noticing yourself first and then asking yourself, what is it? What, what is it for me? And your, your body knows. If you're honest mm -hmm. with yourself, your body knows. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I often follow up with these women and then, you know, I'm asking them like, oh, so, you know, how are things going with your ex now when these conversations you were having? And they're like, oh, yeah, I, I realized I didn't want him and I really do want the relationship I, <laughs> I've been dreaming of for years, you know. So it's like if you can if you can finally just 
get to that place. And it does take practice sometimes to keep going down. I'm sure you, you're finding this too with people in breath work. Mm -hmm. It's like you just, you go back down and you go mm -hmm. back in and you go back and you go back and you try again. <laughs> and yeah. your body knows, your body really does just know what you want. And so. I think it can be confronting as well, right? You know, like, because if, if like you say, someone's in a relationship and they realize it's not the relationship of their desires or their dreams, then they're like, ah, we got some yeah. work to do. We got to get out of this and going back into it and facing it is a lot. Yes. But in the long run, it pays off immensely. So yeah. yeah. Wow. So for you, I love that you're a big advocate around like seduction and sensuality. So what does kind of, what would you say seduction means to you? So seduction is the name that I gave to the process I sort of uncovered that is falling in love. Oh. So, um, and it's about falling in love intentionally. So that's, that's why I brought the word seduction in because it's so, it's so powerful, yes. right? It has like, it has like this power dynamic in it that people are often quite afraid of. Honestly, there's seduction is a word that's very much in the shadow. In fact, my husband just, um, was doing something on chat GPT with my book title and because it's the art of feminine seduction is, is my book title and chat GPT said, I can't do this because seduction is like too scandalous of a word, essentially. <laughs> so oh it just God. that cracked me up. Um, That's when so, you know you're onto a good thing, by the way. <laughs> exactly. I was like, yeah. ChatGPT has it, it has this in, it has the word seduction in its shadow. This is amazing. <laughs> ChatGPT um, needs to do some work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so maybe you should, should read the book. Um, so uh, yeah, essentially it's this process of falling in love and uh, intentionally, which I call, say is made of three ingredients. So it's attraction, feeling actual attraction for the person, which is like the intrigue or interest in who they are or what they look like. And then two would be sexual tension. So this is usually what we call chemistry. It's the feeling that there's something um, romantically or sexually interesting about the connection, not just like, oh, I'd like to be friends with this person. Mm. And then the third thing is emotional connection, which is actually the lifeblood of all connection <laughs> and especially long-term connection. I mean, if, if you don't have emotional connection with someone, you are not going to be in a committed relationship with them and it's not going to last. Um, so, so those are sort of like those are the seduction ingredients that I teach people to cultivate in themselves and then to cultivate with others because they can all be cultivated with others. Um, and and it and it's it does relate a lot to this sensuality piece. So um, in order to have a romantic relationship, you want to be able to bring romance into your own self and your own life. I mean, that that's just that's kind of the the, the core of it. Mm -hmm. And when you say bring romance into your own life, is that when you're single and you're looking for a partner or the intention when you're looking for a partner uh, or the intention when you're with someone? What do you mean by that? Yeah. So I would say it's it's sort of in all of life. Mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's good for when you're by yourself, when you're single, you can be single and happy and still be incredibly sensual and sort of like a person who's turned on about life. You know what I mean? And then uh, when you're looking for a partner, it's essential. Like you, you will have such a hard time as I did finding someone who's interested in you um, romantically, sexually, and emotionally, if you don't have that kind of um, sovereignty, we can say over your own 
sort of sensual presence, right? Your own, like, it's flirty, right? It's your flirty, you're open for romantic connection, you're open for, um, you know, even being perceived as a sexual person, because you actually do want your romantic partner to perceive you that way. Um, and then, yeah, just just really being able to be okay with with that side of yourself. Uh, I, for example, was not very okay with that side of myself. I, I thought it was much safer and better and more much more nice girl for me to uh, not present myself as as sort of sensual or sexual at all to really just be, you know, um, I was just trying to prove to everyone that I could be I should be wanted for my mind right because that was, that was like a big thing back in the um, um, earlier <laughs> uh, 2000s was just this whole focus on like, you know, as a woman like I should be valued for my brain, you know, it's kind of like very it's like I'm a rebellion right like I'm on a, I'm a little revolution for myself. And now I think we're coming into this space where we're like, oh, actually, the heart matters so much. Our emotions are so powerful. Like being the way a woman is innately, like an estrogen predominant person, that is powerful too. <laughs> like we're just coming to this whole new place where it we're not relying on the old kind of like well, your brains are what matter. That's how you get everywhere in life. That's the only way to have success. That's, you know, that's, there's, we're just opening up our perspective and it's so beautiful to see. <laughs> um, but I was not, I was not in that place when I was dating. Originally, I was very much in my head, very much trying to prove myself as worthy um, intellectually. And then also, you know, sort of this like, I, I would make a great girlfriend, kind of a, kind of a proving energy, right? Um, and it just, it never, it just never got me anywhere. So really sinking into the sensuality of who I am, like who I, who I truly am, and then getting into the emotional connection of, of really, of being with a man on a date, um, just, it just changed everything. It just completely changed everything. So. And did you find that obviously changed the different men that you were dating as well, obviously, when you made that shift? In what way? Like, yeah. what did you see the changes in the men that you were dating or involved with? Uh, because the, the story I told at the beginning. Yeah. When but I what met someone the... I wasn't interested in, I just said no. And I didn't uh, waste energy on them. Right. Uh -huh. It was because I used to get all up in my head <laughs> about like, oh, what should I do? You know, this kind of the question you asked afterwards, like, how do people know? You just don't go there. You just yeah. don't start cycling through your head about, oh, but this, but that, but this, but that. Mm -hmm. Your body already knows what you want and you just respect yourself first, mm -hmm. honestly. That's really what it comes down to. You just say, oh yeah, I actually, I don't want that. And then you just say no. Um, just say no that can be really hard <laughs> the big one though but, so yeah. when you when you met your um now husband mm -hmm. what made you understand that he was a yes for you it was so easy no oh, <laughs> that's what they all say it's the best yeah mm -hmm. yeah you know it really um there was just no there was there weren't problems right it was just uh, we, we met, we met on hinge and, uh, just went on a date and our date was so fun. And then we just had another date and that was so fun, you know, and then we just had more and everything, it just flowed. Like there was no, uh, 
super anxiety like there weren't there weren't these kind of like what's what are your intentions I don't know what your intentions are you know it was just we just had so much fun and we were kind of um we were we were almost immediately best friends in a way too you know there was kind of this it was the emotional connection of course right um where we just fell into step you know and 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 the things that I was into he respected and the things he was into I respected and it was just so much yeah respect and and passion and compassion through throughout our what we would call courtship and so um and then also very important we both wanted the same thing in the future nice so sort of our future conversations were all on on track right like there wasn't um there weren't points where we were like, oh, we need to negotiate, right? It was all just like, oh, I would love to have this. Yeah, I want that too, you know, kind of a thing. Um, easy, super, super easy. Just no, no problems there, you know? Not that we don't have conflict in our, in our relationship and how, how we are because we're both human. <laughs> um, but, but just in terms of our, our dating, you know, and especially those, the, the early dating part, it was just like, yeah, this is, this is good. I like you. I like you. I like hanging out with you. I like doing things with you. I, you know, it was just, this is, this is a good thing. Um, and we both want the same thing in the future too. So, which was to get married and create a family. So it was like, you know, here, let's do it. You know, what, what are we waiting for? Yeah, exactly. We're not, we're not doing that quite yet, but yes. But you're in progress and it's fine. Yes, exactly. (laughs) We're like, okay, maybe a couple of years before kids. We're having too much fun right now. <laughs> yeah, and you've got this amazing, amazing book, you know. Obviously, a lot's happening yeah. for you at the moment, and you're obviously loving what you're doing and you're creating in just different ways through your business, which women can exactly. do as well, right? You can birth yeah. many businesses. Um, so going back to the sensuality piece, what would you say, because some of my audience are kind of new to this sort of area and it can be quite daunting, quite overwhelming, right? Like, and as women who are very successful, they tend to put pressure on themselves. So it's like that Mm. conflict of, oh my God, okay, so I need to get out of my head and into my body. I want to do this right. But I'm in my head thinking about how I need to get into my body. Yeah, exactly. So you're almost (laughs) like, oh God, why have I I told you this? (laughs) Um, What are the simple steps that you would say for someone to get into their body and out of their head and embrace their sensuality without any shame? You know, it's it's actually quite a big thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So sensuality comes from the five senses. Mm -hmm. So uh, taste, touch, um smell hearing and sight right so it's the five senses that's what the word sensuality is all about it's about the senses and um this is why i loved your podcast idea proposal uh because it's it's about sensuality is about getting into your pleasure yeah your sensual pleasure so uh, you don't need, this is not about having sex. This is not mm-hmm. about having a partner. It's not about any of that. It's literally about feeling the pleasure of your senses, of your five, or even we could even say six senses. <laughs> your intuitive <laughs> pleasure, why not? Um, I love But <laughs> to get started for people who are, are beginners, um, I would recommend, especially things like food. Food is a great place to start. Starting to, um, Think about pleasure and sensual pleasure while eating, because we all eat. We all eat every day. So 
you know, sort of like the taste, just noticing the taste of your food and, and experiencing the, what it brings you, you know, and hopefully what it brings you is pleasure. That's, that's really the idea. And if it's not bringing you pleasure, the question is like, what do you need to be eating that would make you feel immense waves of pleasure through, <laughs> through your body? Maybe, you know, there might need to be shifts being made. Um, you know, feeling the texture as you're chewing, you know, sort of like, what is the texture of this food? And just the, you know, this kind of the pleasure of moving your jaw and your mouth. Um, the jaw is actually like connected across the body to our pelvic area. So it, it's actually directly related to our, our sexual um, region, we can say. So like there is this even even though it's not actually the act of sex like there is this sensual connection between eating and sex and so it's it's like it's pure pleasure to be in that place um for other people music right listening to music and just really listening to it not just like having it on in the background but like really listening to the music and just experiencing like in your body again what is the, the the experience of hearing this music and feeling that music just come into you um and uh sight i mean you know looking at something beautiful right is that's why we observe art right or go to a garden or or just any anything that kind of gives you pleasure visually right watching the ocean right people are, love to watch the waves yeah we we like to go to the seaside or a river even same thing waterfalls um yeah just i don't know you know like getting a massage right it's all about this pleasure of of the senses of the five senses taste touch sight um yeah just you know it, how like how can you get into the very basic joy of of everyday life even right the very it's very basic like <laughs> eating right it's not it's not crazy everybody's doing it every day so um just bringing a little bit more pleasure and and sense of of self to the things you're already doing really I love that. I love that you're making it so every day because I think people suddenly think sensuality is this big, this big thing that they've got to overcome and do all this work on themselves or have all these conversations when it's like day to day stuff. It's like patting your dog, yeah. you know, or like yeah. get yeah, exactly. going, for, going for a morning walk or something that yeah. doesn't go right. And you're like, this is hilarious, you know, just yeah. kind of embracing things and, and understanding them. And yeah. And so for you then we touch upon like the femininity side of things and like being in your feminine and I don't like to really necessarily like masculine and feminine you know that kind of dissect it as you're one or the other but mm. for you how do you find that plays a part in your sensuality because obviously women we go through cycles so you can be more potentially masculine dominant in the first half and more feminine in your second half do you intertwine that with your um like sensuality and how you work with your clients at all yeah i mean i teach the feminine energy more as a dating mm. tool uh because we've sort of all people in general I sh i'll say most people on earth right now um are much more focused on their masculine energy because we've been taught that it's more valuable and it's better and safer <laughs> um and so i'm interested in healing the feminine in people 
and and because it's so powerful when you date from your feminine as someone who is has core feminine sen- uh, sexuality it's like you're missing out big time if you're not using that in your dating life like ooh. in what way uh, like can you shout can you share us in what in what way in your experience do you think okay so feminine mm-hmm. energy is the being rather mm-hmm. versus the masculine doing right so it's opposite the masculine doing um and so for example i as a woman dating was super focused on what i could do to get men to want me to get men to ask me out what what could i do to get them to call me what could i do to get them to to care about me and want to commit to me um and the the power is actually not in any doing there's there's actually very little power in doing for people who are feminine um core feminine sexual beings and the power is completely in your being and if you can really get connected to that breath work, for example, mm-hmm. do some breath work with Lucy. Thank you. Free advertising. <laughs> um, it, like, you know, you, you got to get back to, to how you're being and who you're being and, and what you're being like, it's just, there's just so much power in the being and, um, it will change the, the way dating goes for you for sure. Like it immediately will change the way dating goes for you. If you are more focused on how you're being rather than what to do about dating. <laughs> um, and I think like, it's such a good point. And thank you for sharing that because, but then for a woman that say is typically used to doing because it feels safe, which is also a, mm-hmm. a joke, what, right? That's just yeah, yeah, ridiculous. But yeah, like you said, it's the most dominant part of the world being for that could be like what what so I just sit back and do nothing like that just feels so conflicting to to so many women I find that they're like well they're programmed to do so how Mm. would you suggest that a woman is is in their being they can't just sit in their lounge all day and do nothing you know like what is that being look like in your eyes yeah so being is less about doing nothing and and much more about observing yourself and how how things are going for you um, because that is, that's another way that you recognize what's going on in dating and, the, and what's actually going on rather than what you are telling yourself stories about what's going on. Nice. <laughs> um, like that. when you, when you notice like, wow, I'm being really, um, people pleasing with this man, right? Then you can take steps to adjust it rather than being in this place of like, oh, what do I need to do to like, make this guy want me more? Cause that's where we go. <laughs> um, you get into the like, wow, how am I showing up? How am I being right now? And you're like, Hmm. Uh, I talked to someone yesterday who's like, I've ignored his text for the past four days. <laughs> oh you know what I mean? Uh, like we, when you start to notice like how you're being in a connection, you can start to see all kinds of things that you are doing. <laughs> um, that aren't really serving that aren't really serving what you actually want in the connection um so again start to get connected to what you want please do that first (laughs) so you know how how you actually want to be right it once you know what you want you know how to actually be um because maybe it's you don't want to be in that person's life anymore (laughs) exactly right maybe it's just you're kind of almost you think you're self-sabotaging it but what you want is you don't want that yeah exactly it's so powerful yeah um and so for someone that hasn't replied back in four days I mean we've all been there I mean (laughs) what what do you suggest to someone that has is in that position where they think it's cool to play it 
cool in their eyes by not replying for like three or four days. For me personally, if I have a guy that does that, I'm I'm like, I'm sorry, no, it's an absolute no. Like mm. it's just such a biggest turnoff for me. And I wonder for men, the the right kind of guy that you want to attract, that is equally a huge turnoff. Like we look at our phones yeah. the whole time. Come on, yeah. unless some catastrophes happened and hopefully not. There's yeah. no excuse. Yeah. Um, so what kind of advice do you give to women that think, you know, that that is playing it cool and just being by not responding? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, if you don't, if you don't care about that connection. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, but if it's somebody you really want to build something meaningful and um, committed and long-term and, and deeply connected, that behavior isn't going to support you. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like you, you have to show up to dating the way you want someone to show up for you yeah. to a relationship. You have to show up to a relationship the way you want someone to show up for you. Um, and so, yeah, you've got to reply. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I know it's so funny. It's such basics, but you, you know, you do hear people talk about it or find yourself result resolving into it yourself. Like, yeah. I think I've had situations recently where I've been like pissed off with guys. I'm single. I've mm -hmm. been like, I'm just not going to apply for a few hours. And then been like, no, like, stop, yeah. reply. Because it's just going to build up and I'm going to just explode all over them and it's not going to be cool. And I think it's getting out of those habits, right? Because like you said, the first 15 years of your dating, it just didn't work out. Like we can be in these habits without realizing they're not working and just yeah. thinking it's not you it's them yeah you I'm sorry right. yeah it, no one it's, likes to hear that I know that that was the thing for me too it was like after 15 years you're like hmm I guess I'm the only constant in this situation <laughs> you know like everything else has been shifting around me and I'm still here doing this bad dating thing yes um, but to go to your uh, your point before the the place you want to be when you reply is your relaxed self. Mm. You want to you want to be non activated anymore. This is this is true, um, and so that's where I teach the being and the breathing. Right, okay. it's the breath work stuff that you that you do as well. Right, mm. so it's you you really want to be in a calm nervous system state before you reply. If they've you know, I mean, hopefully, <laughs> when you're dating, you're not getting super activated yet, but. It does happen. It does, totally yeah. does happen. Yeah, for some people yeah. it can. Like, yeah. Then that's another thing to reflect on and understand why you're feeling like that, right? There's obviously right. some red flag in you yeah. or them. Again, the power of going back to your being. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just being like, wow, what is happening for me right now? Like mm -hmm. that I am, you know, <laughs> I'm having this kind of head spin about what this guy is doing or how, you know, what he wants from me. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which is huge. Um, yeah. Okay. Wow. There's just so much. I'm so excited to, to have had you on today. And I, there's always one little question I love to ask my guests. And what is your favorite pleasure in life for yourself? Ooh. <laughs> so many of them. <laughs> I know. I thought oh you might. <laughs> which um, is great. It's, it's probably singing. Mm. Yeah. It's probably singing. Yeah, that's my that's my other career. <laughs> the one I don't rely on for any money. Um, but it just also to um yeah, just to sing for fun is like yeah, such a it's a pure expression for me. 
I love that. That's so magical. It just goes to show anything can bring anyone pleasure. It doesn't have to be cookie cookie cutter, you know? It could be absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, if we're anyone... talking sexual, it'd be maybe a different answer, but. <laughs> yeah, of course. But, you're, you know, you can share whatever came to mind for you then. So, you know, it was obviously singing was what you wanted to, to share. So thank yeah. you. Um, so for anyone that wants to check out your book, where can they find it first off? Um, and what is the what is the name of the book, and where can they find it? Because I know it just launched this week, so yes. tell us everything. So the name of the book is "The Art of Feminine Seduction: How to Reclaim Power in Dating, Sex, and Love," mm. um, and you can find it basically anywhere. <laughs> um, I am I am telling people it would be awesome if they called their local bookstore and requested okay. it. That yeah. would be amazing. Um, but it's on Amazon and, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's in the big dogs, you know, it's out there, Barnes and Noble, things like that. But, um, yes, if you call your local bookstore and request it, that's, that helps everybody. So, <laughs> uh, and how long does that have been just, how long did it take you to write that book? People don't really talk about this. Two years. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It, and it was a project. I Sorry. <laughs> wow. Did the idea change as you were writing it or you knew this is where you wanted to go to? Uh, sort of two, two separate things there. Yes. It, it, I knew what I wanted to write. Cause I'd already, I was already doing my program, which is the book is based on my program, the, the program I lead women through. So I, I, I wanted to write the book version of my program. So it would just be more accessible to people. Um, and then the first draft, I was done with the first draft very quickly. First draft took like three months total. And then another year was going by as I was working on the second draft and it became really obvious I needed to put my personal story in and that took a long time that took a long time to work in because I uh you know it's the thing that I was most sort of ashamed of in life it was it was the most embarrassing things that have ever happened to me are all in this book <laughs> like you know um, yeah it's it's been a it's sort of been a journey of intimacy for myself to write the book and now also to share it with the world, including, you know, everyone I know, my parents and things like that family. Um, so um, yeah, the, the original process was, the original vision was realized very quickly. It was very, you know, like it was the plan. And then the, the actual vision, the, the thing that really happened, the book that is on shelves now is, um, took longer and wasn't exactly the plan. <laughs> it was not exactly the plan. <laughs> It so. never is really, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. And for anyone that wants to work with you or hear more about you, where can they find you? So on online or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, um, Sovereign Dating. So, okay. um, and then my website is sovereign-dating.com. And um, I, you, I mean, you can also find me through my book on online on Amazon through the name of the book um and yeah through my name Alana McKenzie Page amazing I'm, well I'm I'll put everything in the sh everything in the show notes for people to find but um perfect thank you so much for joining today it's been an absolute pleasure having you and keep being you and I'm excited to hear where this goes for you thank you so much Lucy <laughs> so fabulous to meet you and yes I hope you have a wonderful time in London now so. thank you darling thank you yes. <laughs> take care <laughs> Bye. take care bye as always thank you so much for listening to today's episode with alana and i i hope you enjoyed it as much as i did speaking to her and there are many beautiful tips from her that i took along today's conversation 
If you feel like this episode resonates with someone in your life, please share or drop me a review on the show, whether that's spicy or vanilla, whatever you fancy, your voice is just as important as anyone else's. So I always love to hear your feedback and I'll see you soon. Thanks. Bye.